Good evening and welcome to Let's Talk, an inspiring talk show with relevant information to help you grow and go in the direction of your dreams. So let's get ready for Let's Talk with your host, Regina Smithwick. Well, let's find out who we have today as a guest. Well, we have several guests. So from uh, Newport News, Virginia, currently residing in Kuwait for 11 years, working as a project administrator for a contracting company. Welcome back to the show. Let's talk, Mr. Reggie McCrimmon. I'm back. I'm ready to talk. So let's talk. <laughs> All right. Welcome, Reggie. <laughs> Former Division I college athlete, the second tennis player of color to ever play at East Carolina University, graduated from ECU with a BA degree in history and uh, political science, earned a master's in school administration from North Carolina State University. Um, a certified, um, he is certified in global citizenship from Harvard, also working on the completion of a Haiti studies program through UNC and Duke. He is an educator for the past 20 years, a teacher for 16 and four years as an AP. He is a motivational speaker, a certified life coach. He loves to encourage and inspire. Welcome to Let's Talk, Mr. LaShawn Jenkins. Hey, everybody. Let's talk about it. All right. And last but not least, his third season with the New York Giants. Um, he was first year, this is the first year as the team's assistant defensive backs coach. Before joining the Giants, he spent five years coaching as an assistant um, special teams, coaching assistant and special teams with the Arizona Cardinals. He is a native of Birmingham, Alabama. He graduated from UAB in 1998 with a bachelor's degree in sociology, and um, he earned a master's in instructional technology, and also he earned a PhD in instructional systems and workforce development from Mississippi State. Welcome to Let's Talk, Dr. Anthony Bivens. Hey, good afternoon. Let's talk. All right, and welcome back. As one of the Let's Talk crew, we have from Atlanta, Georgia, Carla L. Morgan. Hey, everybody. Let's talk. And the visionary and host for Let's Talk, welcome, Regina Smithwick. Good evening, everyone. We ready to talk? We're gonna get it on and popping. We got a great topic this evening called "Why Not You." So let's get into it. All right, we're back. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us this evening um, on Let's Talk. And like I said, we got a great topic, but before we get started, like I do every show, I wanna go ahead and start it with a prayer. So just give me a moment. 
Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for having us here this evening, safe and sound. Thank you for having these panelists up here to be able to enlighten and enrich and empower our audience with this beautiful message of words about why not you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Let's get it. All right. So I'm just going to just dive right into this, y'all, because we have a lot to talk about and I want to make sure we get most of it in this evening. So um, let's start with the, actually the title. Why not you? So when I say that to you, Anthony, I'll start with you. When I say why not you, what does that mean to you? It, to, to me, it's a belief, belief question. You know, why not me? But it, but it signifies what do you believe about yourself? Are you capable? Are you able? Do you believe enough in yourself to 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 go the extra mile and, and do all these great things that you want? You know, it starts with you know every all belief starts with a vision. So so what does that vision say about you? You know, when I was when I was um, you know like like coaching high school or, or 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 places I've been, you know, we had a we had a statement like why not you? And what that meant was why can't you be a champion? Why can't you be the person that God called you to be, because we're all destined for greatness, but it all starts with the belief of, are you able to believe and visualize the concept of that I am great, that I was created for greatness? So that, that's what that, that statement mean, means to me. You know, it, it, it makes you question your belief, but it also makes you, you know, in the belief, it makes you put some action into that belief. Right, good point, good point, Reggie. I'm gonna tag you. You ready? All right. Oh yeah. I'm <laughs> so, <ready. laughs> so what is what is your definition of why not you? Why not you? Um, people just I don't you know what happens. Um, everyone is can, is able to uh, and capable to achieve their goals. Uh, a lot of times they're held back uh, by fears of unknown, of fears of maybe failing. Um, but again, mm -hmm. that's part of it. that's mm -hmm. you grow from that a lot. You become stronger. And once you get to the end, you get that gratification of you um, completed and successfully reached that goal. Um, a lot of it comes when uh, the people around you. You want to have good people around you that um, makes you motivated and positive thinking about you can be that person. Um, like they say, show me your friends and I'll show you my future. Show you your future. So you want to have good people around you that's positive, that's always motivating. So that's why I think. Um, so it always can be you. You just have to uh, believe in yourself and go for it. That's true. Very true. LaShawn, you want to get chiming on that one? Sure, it's very difficult to follow up behind these two great guys and uh, responses, but I, I think why not you is, is simply a self-worth statement. Um, it's a statement that forces you to reflect on your self-worth. Um, it's a statement that forces you to really define like your self-efficacy, like how do I see myself? And, mm -hmm. and which leads to the question of, do you believe that you were intrinsically designed to be great? And once you arrive at that point, I think now it's just like we spend our lives trying to figure out like, OK, so then what does it take for me to become a holistic believer in myself? Mm -hmm. So that's those are just a few things that resonates with me uh, when you ask, um, why not you? So let's go ahead. And um, now we know what not why not you is now. What's the motivation? Like, what is your motivation? What is your drive? Because I, like I said, God leads me to you. I don't just try to figure out who I'm going to pick to be on the show. God leads me to y'all names, literally. And so there's something about all of, all of y'all that has that in you. So I'll start with Reggie. What is your drive? And the reason why I picked you because of the big decision you made to move to another country and been there for 11 years. So what was your motivation and drive to move you to another country? 
Well, um, the opportunity, first of all, um, sometimes you have to, you have, you need a paradigm shift. Sometimes you have to think out of what box you're in. You, sometimes you have to change. Um, and also uh, just being happy. You just, everyone, that's all everyone wants to be a pursuit of happiness in life. So mm -hmm. whatever gets you there, you, you just got to reach for it. And like I said, and believe you can do it uh, again. It goes back again, having people that's positive around you. Um, so that's what motivates me. And also being a motivation to someone else. That's always uh, actually um, great too. And that's what motivates me and drive me. And then just the end of it, that success you feel when you complete that one goal, it motivates you more to want to complete more goals. So mm -hmm. it's just out there taking that first step to complete that first goal. So when you actually went, okay, like we discussed, when you mm -hmm. was going to say you're going to go to Kuwait, right. that's not a normal conversation. That's not no. something that you was with your boys hanging out talking about, by the way, no. I'm moving to Kuwait. <laughs> where where did that conversation like how do you how do you get to a point to open up other people's minds or do you didn't care what other people said and you just went ahead and moved to Kuwait because you knew that was good for you? When you get to that point that you realize that you have to do stuff for you, not for anybody else? Because I guarantee you nobody said, Great, Reggie, that's a great idea. I guarantee yeah. you nobody said that. So what what was that? How was that? Like I say, you gotta do what's for you. Um everyone's not meant to go with you. So you have to, they could say it'd be your best friends or good friends. Sometimes mm -hmm. you have to separate yourself to excel. That's just what it is. Um, mm -hmm. you want you want to be around people that's uh, leveled up, that mm -hmm. levels you up. So, uh, to motivate me to go, it was something different. It was unknown, but you just never know. So, that's what people are afraid of to take that that unknown step. But it happened to be the biggest blessing in my life. So, um, you just have to take that step. Um, mm -hmm. again, you're gonna get negative people to say things that make you like you're going over there. They shooting bombs and everything over there, and, <laughs> and that's all from the like you say the media is showing you. But you have to you have to do what's good in your heart, what you feel. Don't go by all of that. And when I got here, it's totally different. so. It was a, like I said, a blessing, and I'm around a lot of positive people, so it just makes me better and motivates me even more. Isn't that kind of funny how someone can tell you that they never lived there a day in their lives, yeah. but they can tell you what's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then you get to go, uh, not what y'all thought, not at all. <laughs> So Anthony, now we have history because um, me and Anthony worked at the same job. Um, we met on a job and um, he was actually in, in the middle of a, like a transitional thing with him. So explain to everyone how you get from where you was at. I know you had it beforehand because you were playing beforehand, but mm -hmm. where you had to be in the New York Giants coach. How does that transition happen with you? You know, you know, for me, it was like I just I have a, I have a picture in my head. So the picture looks like this, you know, it's this masterpiece, you know, it's painted blue skies, white picket fence, all, all that type of stuff. Whatever, mm -hmm. however you want to picture it. So until the picture looks like that, that's why I keep going. You know, like when we made an was actually I was thinking about that earlier today. We've all almost known each other almost, almost 20, almost it's, 20, it years. Is 20 years. This year's yeah, 20 years. This year's mm -hmm. 20 years. Yeah, it'll be mm -hmm. 20 years in September. We met, like, I think we started the job a week after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, yeah. so I was I was actually thinking about that earlier today, you know, and and to look where it started, you know, like I, I think I worked there at the company, I won't say the name, but I worked there for a year, I think. Mm -hmm. Then I realized like to me, that's not gonna help me get to the to my picture and that the picture that was in my mind. So I, I took a leap of faith, walked off from a good company, walked off from a good good benefits, and then I got into coaching you know and, and in the backtrack i got into coaching uh at a high school but before that i was at i was at a college 
And uh, I played, got out of college, uh, then played a little bit more. And then I went to coach at a, at a particular university. I won't say the name because that's, that's irrelevant. Then I realized, like, man, I don't want to do this. You know, like, I was young. I was, like, 22 years old. I was like, man, this is this – is, uh, I ain't – this ain't for me, you know. And, uh, you know, but at the same time, I still had goals. I still had dreams. And so I, I went and I experienced some life. You know, I was a, 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 a manager at Blockbuster Video. You know, tell you how old I am. You know, they don't even have Blockbuster Video anymore. <laughs> So and just did a bunch of bunch of life, you know, and you know, and and got back into playing, got moved to to Atlanta, you know, I tore my knee up playing, so I was doing my rehab kind of working and all that. And then but I still wanted to play, I still had that drive and that goal to play. And I went to play and uh, you know, obviously, you know, it just it just didn't wasn't good, didn't work out. And then, but it was some guys that were at that workout and they were, we were, we had a particular coach in common. And uh, this guy named, his name was Coach Pugh. And, and Coach Pugh, like, hey, like, if you know him, like, like he's one of the best guys on the planet, you know. Like, where's Coach Pugh? Oh, he there, he there, there. So finally, I picked up the phone a couple of days later. You know, he happened to be in Atlanta at a high school. It was like, man, come, come up here, coach with me. Da 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 da. Man, nah, coach, I'm cool. I'm cool on this on this coaching stuff. Like this, this is like what you doing is, is I don't know what you doing. Like, but I'm cool on that. So, but anyway, I go up there and we eat lunch and we hang out. You know, and and uh, in that afternoon, about three o'clock, his kids started coming in for summer workouts, and so it was him and another coach. That's all. That's all he had hired at the time. So I felt sorry for him. It was like 50 kids and two two coaches. I was like, coach, like I'll, I'll come work out, you know, help you work out. You know, at the time I was like like doing real estate, flipping houses and doing personal training and all that stuff. So I could kind of make my schedule how, how I wanted to. I was like, well, I'll come up here and help you out. So two weeks later, like, like I was like, this is what I want to do. Like I knew it then at that particular point, like okay. this is what I want to do. I want to coach. And he was like, well, go take the practice, go do this, and we'll get you certified and all that stuff. So I did it, and then I did it for two years, and then I was like, you know, I don't want to I don't want to be in a high school setting. You know, I want to go to college. So he helped me make some calls, ended up at Mississippi State, and then the rest kind of just took off. You know, that's where the master's, the doctorate, all of that. So I, so I really feel like like God puts you in position. You know, mm-hmm. like like life is on a, on a continuum. Like it goes up and down. You know, it's, it's on a straight line. But we make choices to go up. We make choices to go down. And but but along the way, we're still going forward. And and God kind of pushes us to where we need to go uh, based off just 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 like because he has a plan for us. He has destiny mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, I, and I, I knew where I wanted to go. And I had this picture in my head and I just kind of kept working. It kept working. It kept working. And, and I d- don't get it wrong. Like it was a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of sleepless nights. It was a lot of frustrated nights. But, you know, you keep getting up in the morning, you keep putting one foot in front of the other, because in my mind, I knew what it was supposed to look like. And right now, where I'm at right now, it doesn't look like what it's supposed to look like. And so, you know, like you just get up in the morning, and you just keep going. You just you keep, keep going. Doing your drive. You put the right in front of the left, the left in front of the right, and you keep going day by day by day by day, step by step by step. And then you, you get to where that picture is. You know, where I'm at now, the picture is not complete. Like... 
Like it's 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 kind of you know it's kind of about well you're still breathing, years. Anthony. Your picture's never complete. Then that's the whole point. That's, it, that's you, the you, point. You, as long as you have breath and you're breathing, you're never gonna be done. It's like Absolutely. never gonna happen. And that's Absolutely. the good thing. And a lot of people don't think that. They think that when they get a certain age, that's a wrap. Like oh, we're in our fifties up here, so yeah. you know it's not a well, wrap. Yourself, I'm in my 40s. Well, I'm sorry. The two, the two. I'm sorry, y'all in your forties. I'm sorry. The majority of us are in our fifties. <laughs> and um, we are at the point that we are reinventing ourselves. Like we are right. actually starting new careers and new ventures and new starts. I know that the, the rest of us, the panel, we all are going through new changes in our lives yeah. at 50 years old. So it's never over. Now, yeah. let me tell you about LaShawn. Let me tell you. I'm very, very good friends with his sister. And she's actually my sorority sister. And she was my neighbor and everything else. So I got to know him personally through her. And I swear every time I turn around, he's somewhere else. I said, this boy don't go to sleep. There's no way he sleeps. He can't. He's always doing something. And um, he had um, just joined a, a fraternity. I don't, I don't know if you want me to say, who, you know, but. If you do, I will. Why, why not? It's the greatest. Okay, well, I'm gonna sure. Alpha Phi Alpha <laughs> Incorporated. Um, he's an alpha man. And um, the first year he got in, I just looked at I literally, I don't know if you ever knew this, but I looked at her and I told her, I said, I said, guarantee next year he's gonna get an award. She said, How do you think that? I said, Okay, he is. I guarantee you that. And what happened? A year later, he had a um uh they had their program. He invited me to come. I sat there with her, and sure enough, they called him on the stage. I knew it. I said, <laughs> He's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. He's dedicated. He loves his kids that he mentor. He loves his children. He loves what he does. He loves his I mean, fraternity. He loves everything. And he's so passionate about everything. So I was like, how did he have time to do anything? So I just want to give you a little background on him. So I want to just say, Sean, what is your drive and your motivation to do all this stuff that you do? Because I'm like, it's like logistically impossible. How do you do all this? Regina, first of all, that was the most amazing intro. So just shoot me your cash app. I got some for you. So, uh, uh, but no, um, it, it's funny. And, and it's literally a week ago, me and my friends were talking and I told my friend, I said, you know what? I figured it out. I figured out how I can do all these things that you just mentioned. And you know what it is? I don't watch TV like that at all. Mm. I, I don't. I only like true, true story. I'm a former coach. So I love sports. I love the, the world. I watch CNN, but I literally don't watch TV. So like all those series on Netflix and stuff, my, my, my coworkers are always on my case. They're like, man, you haven't seen, you got to watch it. I don't watch TV, but, but my why comes from a very interesting place. So my drive is connected to my why. And so we, we all have a mental map or like this schema that makes us who we are. Right. And so when I think about like who I am and, and why I am, and as you describe, like, why is he so passionate? Why is he so driven? It's because like I figured out that sometimes your life experiences make you that way. Mm. And so what I didn't realize growing up is those things that I thought were potentially sent to break me. They were really making me all along. And so once I arrived at this place of being made, so to speak, mm. it's like, it, it becomes your why. Mm -hmm. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm 20 years into my career, right? I, I, I've been a 20 year educator and man, it feels like I'm a first year, like teacher all over again, even though I'm a, a administrator now, but it's just like, when I think about my why, when I think about the people who need my why, it just drives me. It just, it just pushes me. And so 
your life, my life experiences have made me super sensitive to certain types of people and their experiences. So growing up like in poverty, growing up in a single parent household, like growing up watching my mom work two and three jobs just to keep the lights on and keep food on the table. Now, when I see people like that who are faced with those same types of situations, same mm -hmm. types of circumstances, mm -hmm. I don't, I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the savior because I think sometimes we can't suffer from that savior mentality. I can't save people. That job is taken. But I do believe that with my hard work that I can model, I can model those things and I can really change the trajectory. So like in my school, like I believe in the greatness that lives in all of my kids in my fraternity. I believe that in my family, in my social networking, which include you, Regina, like I believe that, that greatness lives and is, and is brewing in everybody. And once we come into contact with our why and that hope, like the sky's the limit. So I just chase the sky every day. Right. And, then, and and that's the thing. One of the things I wanted to talk about is the fear. We kind of tapped on it a little bit. Everybody said something about fear. And I want to call a chime on this one, too, because we, we talked about this in joy about fear. Um, I, I believe that people put let other people insecurities form them. OK, so just like I was saying, like what Reggie did. If Reggie had took everybody else's insecurities on him and made it his own, he'll be still sitting in Newport News, Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't don't want you to, to do things because they're scared and they don't do it being mean. Right. It's just a fear of the unknown. So when you get when you get scared, you scared you kind of stop yourself from 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 um, doing your dream and listen to other people. Right. So Carla. God, I know we talk about this a lot. So what do you feel about that? What is your what is your thing about the fear and the unknown and letting other people insecurities form you? Um, yeah, uh, fear is a big thing. Um, uh, someone said this. I don't know if this is a thing, but people say fear stands for false evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> it's like. Um, and yeah, you write like, that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just, that, and that's exactly what it is to me. It's like, I'm an overthinker by nature. So I'm, I, I, I have operated, <laughs> I have operated fear-based most of my life up until last three years. Um, and, you know, just coming out and knowing, uh, building confidence in myself and my skill set. Um, I decided uh, in 2020, um, I got laid off due to COVID and um, stepped out on my own. I said, I don't want to go back to what I was doing before, um, working in an office and being in a quote unquote rat race. And I wanted to create what my life is going to look like going forward. And I wanted to use my skill set in a different way. So um, I was like, that's what took the fear away from me. Because I was just like, I want to do something different with my life. I want to change it. I want to change what it looks like from day to day. And um and I just got to that point where something has to change. And so that's the fear mm -hmm. went away with that. And I was mm -hmm. able to step away from corporate and own and have my own business uh, as a ministry professional and uh, supporting clients. I have clients that I support and I have a skill set that um, 
helps um, small business owners and startup companies and things like that with the skills that I have with organization and um, keeping them on track and me uh, taking care of the little things while I take care of the big things. And I like doing it. I'm naturally a support person. I like to support and be behind the scenes. And it's just my life is just turned around and I wouldn't go back to the way I was living before. Um, you know, going into an office building. I work from home now. So just going to an office building and, and being having a boss breathing down your neck and feeding me a lot of negative vibrations as far as what, well, you didn't do this right. Moving the goalposts, making me feel insecure about my skills and what I can offer people. And now I, I do it myself and I get so many accolades. I have a client that actually wants me all to himself at this point. Um, but you know, that's not going to happen, but, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So that's what, um, fear it's like, you got to be step out of your comfort zone. If you keep doing the same thing, it's going to, you're going to expect the same results. You have to step out and just leave the fear. The fear is not, it's not real. You know, right. what, it's not, it's not, right. It's not right. real at all. It's all in your imagination It's in your head, but it takes, mm -hmm. it takes a, it takes, a process of you kind of learning who you are to yes. figure that out. If you and don't know who you are, yes. <laughs> if you don't know who you are, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to get on my soapbox. Hold on. <laughs> if you don't know who you are, that's going to be the major problem. You cannot put the cart in front of the horse, ladies and gentlemen. You have mm -hmm. to know who you are first before you tackle anything that's in right. your life. Okay. That means you got to look at yourself and like I always say, a hit dog hollers. It's not going to be easy all the time. It's not going to be fun. You're going to find some things about you you're not going to like, but mm -hmm. that's okay. If you face it, that goes away. Like you're mm -hmm. not even going to care no more because you'll be so concerned about you doing what you got to do for you. You're not going to worry about that. And like Deshaun has said, a good point that I had said to a couple of episodes mm -hmm. ago, stop been watching. The people have the money. They paid. They yeah. got their money. They don't need you to watch them. They're going to get paid mm -hmm. if you watch them or you don't. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do for your life that you're going to be, you know, especially our 50 old people that's up here. We're about to retire in about 15 years, ladies and gentlemen. They blink your eye, you're going to be 65. So you got to start thinking about that. You know, you can't just keep living like day by day. And like I said, you've been watching all these shows all weekend. You wasted a full weekend doing nothing. When you could took a couple of hours to go towards your dream, of starting a company or doing the business mm -hmm. portion of your company. Like, you know, you can't do all that. You're not able to do that watching TV. So that was a great point. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm gonna go to Joy. Now this is something, Joy just turned the big 5-0 this year. And um, she had a great birthday party. And one of the things I said to her on her, her birthday party said, it's time for you to soar, my sister. It's time for you to soar. It's your time. And it, it's like, you, you know, other people see it in you. Sometimes before you see it in yourself. Yes. And people will tell you, but you don't believe it. And when you finally believe it, you'll go, oh my God, all this time. Like for me, like this right here is something that y'all will probably say, well, this is up her alley. She should have been doing this. This is something that she does well. I didn't believe I could do it. So Joy, tell me a little, a little really quickly about your why and like what happened. What happened after your birthday party? Because you've been really spoke to. Yes. Um, you know, Regina, after I turned 50, it was a transitional moment for me because I realized that I allowed other people's fears of what I could and could not do to mm. my path. 
And when I realized it, it was just like this, this moment of realization for me. And I decided that I have, I, first of all, I had to close my ears to other people and what other people said. I think you should do this. I think you should do that. And my life, I realized, had been driven by what other people wanted me to do. And a lot of times when people direct your path, it's basically to benefit them. They're not concerned about you and what God has placed in you and your purpose and your destiny. So as I approached 50, I knew it was going to be different. But the pivotal moment was after I turned 50, the morning after I realized, Joy, you got to get up and you have to do something different. So with that, um, you know, I even sought counseling. I have a therapist that I sit there and I talk with and I allow my thoughts my feelings. Um, I convey those to him. And he said, you know what to do. Why are you not doing it? He said, because you've been held in a cage for so long. So Mm. I tell you, my motivation and my why to get out there and do it is just to prove to people that I can do what God has called me to do. Amen, sister. Amen. So, um, Can I piggyback on something that I think I said it or or maybe it was LaShawn. I'm, I'm not sure. But, you know, the word came up with seeds and it jumped in my head like, like I see it as a seed, you know. So we're laying on the ground and when all that negative stuff comes and people dump on top of us, dump on top of us, they don't realize that we're seeds. Like when you got the right mindset, that's where you that's where you you, you thrive. That's where you incubate. That's where you grow. When all that stuff is dumped on top of you and then eventually you start like, like just you just start. Going through the surface, you start going through the surface. You start building, you start building, you start growing, you start growing. Then all of a sudden, you're you're a ninety foot tall sequoia tree. But all that stuff dumped on you. But but you got to realize that that you're a seed, that you're meant to grow under pressure. You know, like that. That's where you're meant to grow. You know, so that, so that was something that I just want to follow up and just kind of piggyback on on the comments Good that were point, made. Anthony. But uh, but yeah, we, we're meant to grow under pressure. But that's the process, Anthony. That's the process. A lot of people don't trust the process. If it doesn't go squeaky clean, they think something's wrong. And that's not the case. You're supposed to go through disappointments and failures and and things like that supposed to happen to you. For I don't know who told people that they're supposed to go through everything and nothing's gonna happen to them and nothing bad's gonna not saying nothing bad, like something horrible, but you're gonna have things like that because it gotta stretch you to get ready god can't give you something if you're not ready for it he has to stretch you in those little disappointments where people be saying oh see she messed up oh she didn't she didn't do right or you know yeah see see i told you i had to try it. i told you that's because they're this comfortable where they act and they're scared and that's the insecurities you can't do that you got to trust the process he's not going to leave or forsake you LaShawn, regina that's that's uh coach blevins man that's so powerful but you know even even though when you say we have to understand that we are a seed, right? Of course, we are seeds, but I still got to know my identity, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't well, just I know. know I'm a seed. I need to know what kind of seed I am because here's the deal. Mm-hmm. If you plant a seed on your carpet in your living room, <laughs> 30 years from now, that seed is still only going to be a seed. But when I know what kind of seed I am, I know where to root myself. And I know what kind of people to root myself around. So in 30 years, 
you know, you remember you you remember the song Mike Jones? It's like, oh, y'all didn't know me back then, but then Mike <laughs> Jones. So, so even in knowing that we have that seed of potential inside of us, we have that seed of greatness. You still have to know your identity because now the responsibility lies where do where do I need to plant myself and around who? And see, sometimes the problem is we don't have the confidence to plant mm -hmm. ourselves around people who can grow us, mm -hmm. and we plant ourselves around people who make us comfortable, but mm -hmm. there's no growth in it, right? Repeat that, please. That's right. Say it. Right? Say it. So, so nothing <laughs> develops in your comfort zone. Nothing. Nothing. As long as we just doing two plus two, we can be like, oh, we smart because we know how to add, right? <laughs> but but capacity-wise, we're not growing, right? Really? So we got to be willing to be uncomfortable, even in our planting, because Listen, I'm, I'm, I got to say this. I'm not trying. But the Bible says you will reap what you have sown in due season mm -hmm. if you if you faint not. So not only do I need to know what kind of seed I am, that will help me understand what, what season I'm in. So mm -hmm. I can know what to expect out of life. And so I don't have to say nobody knows the trouble I've been all my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know that, I know, that my time, I know my time is coming. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yes. I, that, that's, right. that's powerful. What you said yeah. in, due season, in, in that, due season, like that, 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 that word right there. That's that's powerful. You know, in because like season. we always think it's you know like it's coming, it's coming, coming. Yeah, it's coming, but in due season, it's yeah. coming. Like, yes. Hey, that's that's powerful. He knows, when you, he knows when you're ready. Mm -hmm. And stop comparing yourself to everybody else. My goodness gracious. Stop comparing yourself to everyone <laughs> right. else. Just because yes. somebody else got on and got the same thing you got going on or whatever the case is, it was their time. Mm -hmm. It's their time. God said it's their time. It's not your time. It doesn't mean it's not your time ever. It's just not your time right now because you're still supposed to be doing the process. Your process is not ready. It's mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. I think when more people get that in their head and realize yes. it's okay, but be happy for that person because I'm going to tell you the secret, y'all, if y'all don't know. Hold on. If you're not happy for other people, God is not going to bless you. He's That's not right. going to bless you if you want to sit there and, and say, well, they got this and that and that and I, and I, they ain't do nothing, but I did all this. Well, your heart obviously still ain't there yet. Obviously, That's you said right. that. So you're not ready. Regardless of all yep. the work you did, if your heart ain't ready, he's not going to provide for you mm -hmm. on that level. So you humble yourself, stay in your lane, focus on you, get out the TV and do your thing and you'll start seeing progress and growth because I'm telling you, I don't, I love the likes. I love the comments. By all means, I love it. Cause I love to touch people, but I don't, that's not my, that's not my drive. Mm -hmm. Right. I would be up here with just y'all six and we'll be talking because <laughs> I know that somebody, if it hits one person, that's right. That's my goal. Yeah. And God feels I need to do more. He will give it to me when it's my time. Mm -hmm. I had to learn that ladies and gentlemen. It took me a minute to get yes. there, yes. but I'm there now. I get the, I get it now. Um, it must be Sunday because y'all preaching. <laughs> <laughs> Carla, go ahead and hit some of these comments because they they rolling in. Yeah, boy, it's a lot. It's great, <laughs> um, just kind of go through some of them real quick, um, yeah. and then we'll go back some some more. Good evening, everyone. Donna Pizant, uh Sheila Robinson. Hey, Sheila. Tina. Yes, that's a hello, amen to those. I guess when you were in prayer, um, Terry Gallup, good evening, everyone. Yolanda Ritchie, Proverbs 13 20. Amen, amen. Um, 
uh, Lori Armstrong says, not meaning to get you off topic, but you can also look at this a different way. I have been going through a lot lately, and many people would break down and ask, uh, would break down and ask me why me. But the devil isn't the the. But the devil doesn't mess with his own. He tries to break you, but you have to be strong enough to see past it and know that he is only trying to block your blessing. So mm. instead, oh. I lost it. Oh, so instead of asking why me, why not? That's good. That's good. Yes. Good point. Good point. Mm -hmm. um, Yolanda Richie says, go Carla. Thank you. <laughs> I'm doing it, girl. I'm working. I don't have to do it. <laughs> That's right, Yoli. Um, Sasha Champagne. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank That's you. Thank you. Shabra. <laughs> Sora, no. <laughs> 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 um, absolutely, seeds. That's right, them seeds. That's what you're talking mm -hmm. about. You need them seeds. Yep. Our Lex Talk compatriot. Yes, yes, hey, yes. Girl, Andrea Collins White. Trust the process. Trust that process. That's right. Shannon McGuire oh. Lee. That's so my intake, sister. That's my intake, sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's my heart right there. Yes. Lori Armstrong, this is a great discussion. Thank you, Lori. That's a Sora as well. Hey, Sora. Uh, Don Pizant, seeds grow in their season. Keep showing until it's time. Mm, this is your time. Right. Mm -hmm. Linda McDaniels Evans, y'all better say that in due season. <laughs> All right, Sora. Thank <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Shannon McGuire Lee. All right. <laughs> Walk in your caller, Regina. <laughs> I know that's my caller, right? <laughs> hey, Keisha. Keisha Gray. Hello, everyone. Hello, Keisha. <laughs> yep. Those are all the comments. Yep. All right. All right. right. You got them all mm -hmm. in. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, um, we were talking about validation the other day, right? Mm -hmm. And looking for those validations. And why? Why do we feel that we got to get validation from other people to do what we got to do? And I know that kind of goes into a little bit what we were talking about a little earlier. But validation to me is if I say to you, hey, I'm going to start this talk show called Let's Talk. And, you know, if somebody's not excited about it, it makes me think about maybe it's not a good idea because they wasn't excited about it or they, you know, sometimes we got to realize sometimes people's like, oh, no, well, I don't want you to do all that because that means that you're going to be here and I'm going to be here and I got to look at myself now because I ain't doing nothing, but you are. Right. You know, how do y'all feel about validation? Well, I, I just think like that's how society is now. You, you take Twitter, Facebook, you know, Instagram, you, we all measure it and, and value by how many likes we got, how many retweets we got. So that's that's just how we are in society. So we always look to other people for approval, you know. But but the the, the sad part about it is, and I kind of we, we kind of talked about this the other day is not everybody's gonna agree with your vision because they was they were not given your vision. Right. Your vision was for you and only you. And and for you to grow, like like I, I gotta I gotta imagine, like let me let me let me tell you. This is just kind of how I see it in my story, in my in my vision, in my mind, is like 
I can I can see like Bill Gates sitting up in there in the, in the boardroom of Microsoft, you know, before mm-hmm. it was Microsoft, you know, it's like, man, I got this box, man, you know, we're going to put all this stuff in the internet, you're going to be able to connect to all these different sources, and you're going to have information right there, like at the click of a button, like as soon as you click the button, it's going to pop up, and I'm going to have this this deal, like you're going to roll around the screen, and you're going to be able to move the screen, and, and I, I don't know what I'm going to call it, like, but I see it connected, so it's got to kind of tell, so I kind of see it, maybe, maybe I'll call it a mouse or a rat or something, you know, <laughs> But I, I kind of see that, see that conversation going like that, and I see some people in, in the in the in the room looking like like is Bill smoking? Like like Bill crazy? Like what what, what he on today? You know? And then you look at it, you know, 30, 40 years later, whatever. Now you got Microsoft. You know, you got Bill Gates. You know, one of the richest people in the world. But it all started with something that probably seemed a little bit crazy. You know that. You know, but he didn't necessarily need anybody's approval. I can see people getting up and walking out of that that boardroom was like, man, I'm leaving this. Like this dude, this dude lost his mind. Like this mm-hmm. dude absolutely lost his mind. But now after the fact, like it, it's it's here and we see it. Now everybody wish they had stayed been in that boardroom to invest in it and all that type of stuff. So that's 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 how I see it. You know, like like, but but we are groomed the society that we need or we like other people's opinion, you know, other people's opinion validate us, which is, which is unfortunately sad to me because so many great things have come from, um, from mistakes or, or quote unquote mistakes, you know, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it came out of a vision, you know? So that, that's kind of my, my take on that. Yeah. Well, Reggie, what do you think about validation? Well, I think um, a lot of times the validation, um, we look for it in probably most likely our friends or our family. And sometimes they cannot understand your what your vision is, like you said. Um, and a lot of times the people you're trying to get it from, they, like you said before, they don't want you to leave them. <laughs> they don't want you to be successful and leave them behind. So a lot of times they're not going to give you the validation you need. Um, a lot of times that's where you start put, placing yourself around people that's motivated. Um, uh, that's that's when you change your circle. When you start changing your circle, you're gonna get people to uh, motivate you. It's mm-hmm. not about the validation. They're gonna they're gonna push you and motivate you by saying words to make you better. Like you said, um, uh, uh, Joy Joy told you, you know, you're gonna do good at this. That's when you start building yourself around people like that. They start mm-hmm. to motivate you and make you better and push you forward. So I think again, mm-hmm. I'll say it a couple of times, it's about your circle. You gotta have a, mm-hmm. a you start getting that circle around you. Um, those people build you. Those people build you up. So a lot of times we look for validation again from people that's on a level that's uh, complicit and just um, uh, satisfied with where they are. They can't see that. So like you said, that fear, mm-hmm. they try to break that on you. So they're not going to give you the validation you need a lot. And those will be a lot of times the first people that come down when you make it successful. I knew you were going to do it. And that comes again, that's friends, family members and all. So I think you just... Um, Again, place yourself around um, people that motivate you, not looking for validation um, from just um, anyone. They don't know what you put in. They don't know your mindset. So they might not have that mindset. So Mindset. Just, that's going to be something, yeah. too. We're going to tap yeah. on that mindset. But then the, the mastermind group. Yeah. I know everybody heard about a mastermind group. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to have a mastermind group of people around you to make things happen. Not everybody that you cool with is going to be part of your mastermind group because it's just based on the skill sets that you need to get where you got to go. It's not, it's not a diss. And a lot of times we got to get over that. You know, with people, everybody has a purpose in your life. But everybody who's in your life don't have the same purpose 
of going on that route with you. They there for a purpose, but not that purpose. It's not a diss, it's not a, you know, I don't, I can't take, you can't take everybody with you if they're not where you at on that skill set, on that particular thing you're doing. And you got to get over that too, because a lot of times that holds you back because you feel that you're old in the neighborhood. You know how a lot of entertainers and stuff come out the neighborhood, but they kind of bring stuff back and try to do it in another way to kind of, you know, and people are like, oh, you left, you moved, you did. It's like, yeah, I moved. Who the hell to stay here? If I, you know, but I, I come back and I give back to my community. I come back and I mentor. I work at the Boys and Girls Club. I do this, I do that. I don't have to live it, but you shouldn't have felt guilty over that. You know, some of our people make us feel guilty for moving on or doing other things that they are not comfortable with. They put the guilt on us and make it seem that we doing something wrong. Or you, or you sold out, or you did this, or you do that. I'm like, no, it's called growth. <laughs> it's called growth. Like, why do you don't want to grow? I don't understand that. But then that's not your your being to understand either. Like, I can't take all that all on. <laughs> I can't do everything. You know what I'm saying? So but let's talk about dream killers. LaShawn, I want you to start with this one. Dream killers. I was going to say that. That's dream it. killers. Yeah. Um, well, I think that was a perfect segue into that because um, what I found is dream killers aren't people who don't who don't dream. They're, they're people who didn't have the courage to chase theirs, right? Mm -hmm. So it's people who didn't realize that, you know what? I dreamed of being a doctor. So did Regina. She mm -hmm. became a doctor and I didn't. Dream killers aren't people who didn't have the courage to dream. They're people who didn't have the security in themselves, the validation in self to chase it. And so it's easy for me to talk you off the cliff when I didn't have the courage to even get there in the first place. And so sometimes we, I, I think sometimes there's this contingency or there's this dichotomy to think that mm -hmm. some people out there just they just against you. It's not even so much people are against you. It's the yeah. fact that people don't want to be left behind. And so mm -hmm. I have found that. And for me, my friends, I have friends who are gifted and talented and I'm always pushing them out of their box. I'm always pushing them out of the comfort zone because I tell them I'm not a good friend. If I just let you kind of be 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 mediocre, if you're not walking in your greatness, then and I and I say that there's greatness that lives in me. Then what kind of friend does that make me if I'm not pushing you closer to yours? We're not running. We're not running the same race. My prize and your prize might look different. We're both trying to arrive at destiny, and we're not going to be able to walk through our destiny through the same door. And so when I think about dream killers, I don't feel any type of way when people are hating on me. I'm gonna be honest. I feel bad. Because there's something in them that didn't realize that the same greatness in me is the same greatness in them. So what I found is I try to encourage people who who are pessimistic, who say, well, I'm 40. I can't go back to school or it's too late for me to do this or I don't ran out of time. I'm constantly always trying to push people out of their comfort zone. And so but if you really want to keep it real and, 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 and just think about are there people out there who just hate? Yeah, let them hate. But what does that have to do with you? Right. So it's just like, I'm going to run this race and I'm going to run it at my pace. And because of my pace, I don't have time to look left or right. Right. I'm going to run it in my lane. And so you can hate if you want to, but you're going to get left behind. One thing we do injustice in, in schools, we always tell kids, oh, just get on the right track. Stay on the right track. Listen, if you get on the right track and, and you're not moving, you can still get ran over. It's not mm. enough just to be on the right track. You got to be moving, right? So mm. I don't have time to see who hating and who not and who dream killing and who not. I'm I'm chasing mine. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. You sure don't have no time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we need to do what you do, Mr. Jenkins. Keep yourself so busy. You don't have no time to worry about other people. And I noticed that, too, as I started getting to all these ventures of mine, you know, because I got three things happening right now at one time. And when you get into a lot of stuff that's supposed to be productive and moving your right. life forward, you yeah. don't have time. You don't I have don't time. really have time to talk with people, <laughs> let alone worry about if you like me or not. And you see, that's called when you learn who you are, you mm. don't care what other people think about you. Yes. When you care what other people think about you, you don't love yourself enough to care. That's that's the core of this, the mindset. Your mindset has to switch and change. Everybody yes. up here did the switch. Okay. That's the reason why we're talking to you today, because the switch happened with us. It mm-hmm. took us time. We all didn't get it overnight. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, a lot of people get it young in life. A lot of people do get it young in life. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us don't. And the ones who didn't, we got that switch. And when we get it, like I look at the world like, I don't care what you think. Are you going to do? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Because you're not paying the bills. You're not doing anything. You're not helping. Like, why would I care what you think? Yeah. You know, the only person I care would think is somebody who's going to contribute to my life. And it's funny you said that because Carla was, me and Carla always be like pushing Carla. Jake, that's it right here. That's mine. I push her and I push her and I push her. She's like, I don't know. Because we actually walked up Stone Mountain and I pushed Kyle to get to the top of that mountain. Kyle was mad at me. I was like, I gotta stop. I said, no, you could do it. And I kept walking and I said, come on, meet me right here. I go up a little further, meet me right here. We got to the touch. Like, oh, we made it. Yeah, I think she was about to curse me out all the way. <laughs> but that reason why I did that because I wanted to tell Carl, you can do it, Carl. You could get to the top of this mountain, literally the top of yep. the mountain. And Stone yep. Mountain is not an easy mountain to climb. But I was like, Carla, you're not going to stop. She was trying to get to the middle. She was breathing. I said, you could do it, Carla. We're going to make it to the top. It's deep. It's I don't know what, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was scared and everything else. But she got to that top. And she, then she got to the top. She looked down. She was proud of herself. And she made it to the mountaintop. Yep. Literally. Yeah. And that is why I do what I do. I push people out of their comfort zones because I know your potential. And now she got her own business and doing her own thing. That's mm-hmm. why I knew that I had to do what I had to do. So you did exactly right. You exactly right. Um, let's show off what you said. Mm-hmm. If you're a friend with somebody and you allow them to live a life that they're not supposed to live, not saying you control their lives, right. but if you don't really say something or try to push your friend into something, when you see that greatness, then mm-hmm. what kind of friend are you? You just need to just mm-hmm. let them go. Good point. Um, yeah, we have some more comments. You want to go ahead and, and chime on those? Yeah. We'll start wrapping up soon. Yeah. Um, I missed a couple. I don't know. They they disappeared. So I my apologies. Yeah. Where you at? Yeah. How far back? Uh, back to. Oof. Um. Okay. Uh. Uh. Our compatriot, <laughs> Andrea Collins White. She said, "If you always do what you've always done." You will always get what you you've always gotten. As Reggie said, you gotta level up. Mm-hmm. So that's, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dennis Sneed or Sneed Dennis? Uh, yes, Alpha O Six brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and he also said excellent dialogue. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Shabara, mm-hmm. preach, my brother. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tori Johnson Ram- Ramsey, great discussion. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Alicia Satchel, yes, into the unknown song from Unfrozen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. Right. 
Um, Alicia, again, fear, false evidence <laughs> appearing real, facts, exactly. It that's makes true. a lot, that's what I go off of, I'm sure. Oh, okay, so we skipped that. Oh, okay, we were, okay, those are the ones that I missed earlier. For some reason, they weren't showing up. So, um, Keisha Gray, uh, you don't need validation from anyone because everyone isn't cheering you on from the sideline. Some are praying for your downfall out of jealousy or because they are afraid of your success. Mm. Mm. I hit that one right. Yep. Soror McGuire Lee, you won't be everyone's cup of tea. Some people like coffee. Just walk in your divine purpose. We have to be okay to walk alone. I know that's right. Sometimes this process, you're right, Shannon. And you got to do it by yourself sometimes. You can't take everybody with you. Mm. Yep. Um, Donna Pizant, you can't share your vision with everybody. That is so mm, We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. So, McGuire Lee. Regina, thank you for being a part of my support system. I love you unconditionally. Love you too, Carla. Love you, Sora. <laughs> love you too, girl. <laughs> thank you. know you. that. <laughs> um, she also says, success is not the system of guilt. Walk proudly in your success. No need to feel guilty. People try to make you feel guilty. That's the truth. Yep. She says, I roll with winners. I know that. Keisha <laughs> <laughs> Gray, exactly. Um, Yolanda Ritchie, somebody, something about that word pace. I just love it. LOL. Yes. I think that's her business. That's right? her business name. That's it. Pace is her business name. That's what she, that's, that's what it right. means too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sasha, or she Shara, talking about me. She talking about, about me. When you said you motivate people. She said, yes, you <laughs> And, uh, Yolanda Ritchie. People at the top of the mountain just don't fall there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a great perspective. That yeah, is a great perspective. Exactly. Yes. You know, and so we have God's gift. We all have God's gift. We all have a gift from God. Every single one of us has a God's gift. I always recently, not recently, probably a couple of years, I thought about this. You have a purpose here. When we talk about purpose, it's in your purpose. That's the reason why you had God didn't create you here just to do nothing. He did not. Everybody that's on this panel, everybody that's listening, everybody's in this world. God gave you something for you to give back to the world. Mm. Okay. If you're not doing anything to give back to the world you live in, then there's something going on. You need to figure out yeah. what your purpose is. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're supposed to pick up trash every day at somebody's house and that's your purpose, that's your purpose, but you're giving back. Do something to get back to this world. And then in the interim of that, God will reveal your purpose and passions. You cannot get it by sitting down watching. I'm telling you, like TV gets you every time. Yeah. You can't sit there and binge watch and expect it to come through your TV. You've got to figure out what you need to do to contribute to the world you live in. He didn't bring in this world for you to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Why would, he, why would you be here just to satisfy your own needs, just to take care of yourself? That's not why you're here. Everybody got to help everybody. That's what make the world go around. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. soapbox again. I'm I'm, I'm back on. Uh, so, how y'all feel about God's gift? I mean, that's I, that's how I take God's gift. You know, might want to talk about that. I, I just want to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Um, I mean, I think that it's so cliche to say like to people. 
you're gifted. You have God, you have God given mm -hmm. talents and you have God given gifts. Right. Mm -hmm. But I just, and this is just my personal belief, but it's, mm -hmm. it's hard for you to tap into, to, to God's gift. If you haven't tapped into God. And so in short, and, and I just want to say this, I have a kid right now who I train and at the end of every workout we pray. And the last thing I always say is not only do I want you to, to, to appreciate your talents and gifts, but most of all, I want you to appreciate the giver of the gift. And so mm. I think that when we are, when we come into agreement of who the giver of the gift or who gave it to us anyway, then, mm -hmm. then we know how to use the gift properly and we don't misuse it. Because if you misuse the gift, sometimes that thing will work against you and not for you. Mm -hmm. That's true. Anthony, you have something to say? Yeah, I was actually going to kind of, kind of say the kind of something similar is, is when God has a purpose for you, you got to know God first to, to really unveil the gifts, you know? Like, and we all have a purpose, but how do you get to that purpose? Mm -hmm. You know? Like you have to dive deep into yourself. You have to dive deep into the word to to for that that purpose to come out of you. And, and that, I think that's that's the you know that was really the point I was gonna say. But because I, I think when you dive deep into the word, you dive deep into yourself. You figure out who you are. You figure out what what you're good at. You know, mm -hmm. like it's easy to say like like we're all we all got greatness. You know, yeah, we all we all got greatness. We all got blood running through our veins mm -hmm. but what but what what is our greatness what are we great at mm -hmm. you know are we great at talking to people motivating people are we great at uh training people are we are we great at cooking mm -hmm. you know what what is our gift and that that when you get into your gift you get into your passion mm -hmm. and, and that's what makes to me that's what that's what makes the give back easy you know when people say you know well you know find out what you're what you're what you're passionate about you know like you'll never work a day in your life you know, I don't know mm. if I necessarily agree with that statement. Like, you know, like, you know, like everything is some give and take. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some days are good, some days are bad. But like, like, find out what is, what is, what is your gift, like, and what are you truly passionate about, and use that gift to change the world. That's you know, and 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 understand, like, when I say change the world, like, I'm not talking about global. I'm not talking about changing continents. You know, the United States, Canada, uh, Russia, you know, Asia. I'm not talking about that. You change the world by changing your community, working within mm. your community, mm -hmm. working with the people that you see on a daily. That's mm -hmm. how you affect the world. You know, mm -hmm. like it starts with one, one, one little step, you know, mm -hmm. and then that one, that one little step, it, it's, a, it's a ripple effect. I think <clears throat> there was a movie out, uh, pass it forward or pay it forward or something like that. It's, it's an old movie. It's about, it's about 20 years old, maybe, maybe older than that, maybe 30 years old, but it's an old movie. And the premise of the movie was, it was like, okay, if, if someone do, does something to help you, you do something to help two other people. Mm -hmm. And those two people do something to help two other people. And it kind of grows exponentially until like, it just kind of spreads and everybody's done something to help mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of how I see, you know, you know, purpose, you know, in, in your gift is, is just do the things that you're capable of doing. You know, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be Superman or Superwoman or anything like that. Just do the things that you're capable of doing. And that's going to make a difference in, in the world, in your community. And that's going to make a difference in somebody's life. You know, so. Yeah, it is. Uh, Reggie, um, we're going to go start to close up. Um, do we have any more comments before that, Carla? Um, 
Let's see. Uh, Alicia Satchel just said amen. So okay. What you guys are talking about. So, yes. Thank you. Okay. So I want to say this. Um, when you find your why not you, why not you means that you are, it is you. You need to do what you have, the plans that you have in your head, you haven't told nobody, the things that you dream about, you daydream about, the things that you see. Those things are your things that you're supposed to start working on. Okay. Start writing them down. Get a journal, get a book, get a piece of paper, write down everybody. If somebody could tell me today if they could write down something that they would want to do and start every day, taking one hour out of your day and start working towards that, that goal. Write down one thing that you want to do and take, do a research one day, do a Google search another day, whatever you got to do, start working towards it. And like Anthony was saying, you put one foot in front of the other. And before you know it, you're going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like what I did here did not just, I didn't just grab the mic and just threw myself up here. Like I had to do little at a time and research, you know, joy is part of my research. I reached out to joy. I asked her about certain things about this, you know, like I, I did my research. I asked people that I trust and people that I knew that they, they would, you know, help me to, to make this happen. And you know what I'm saying? So you have to just do a little at a time, but write down what you want to do and start working on it. You're here. God gave you another breath. You wake up tomorrow, he gave you another breath. Every day you wake up, do something productive with your life. I tell my kids that every day. Do something productive in your life. Don't just let your life go by and then at the end, you're going to say, I didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? But why not you? Why can't you be the next whatever? Or not even the next whatever, be the next you. You don't have to be like nobody else. Be the next you. I'm not trying to be nobody else. I'm being Regina. And whatever this comes transpires to be is going to be me. I'm, I don't need to be like nobody else because I love me enough that I'm good enough with me. So you need to start lo loving yourself enough to make sure that this person is why is you know your why. Know your why. That's a problem. A lot of people don't know they why they do things that don't know why they're doing them. And that's why they don't stick to them. Because they don't never know they why. They didn't do their homework first. Mm -hmm. So do your homework, do your why, and I guarantee you whatever you do, you'll stick to it because now you know why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. Can I follow up on that, Regina? Sure I can. You Dr. know, like, you're talking about know your why, and that, that and I believe in that, but you also gotta know your worth. You mm. gotta know what you're what you're willing to take. And what you're willing not to take because that mm. that's the standard. That's my story, exactly. You know, like mm. that's that's kind of my 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 story, my deal is I, I I gotta know my worth, you know, like you know, every day on on kind of you know Facebook, LinkedIn, and all that type of stuff, I kind of post a, a a quote or something. And I, and honestly, I'm really not talking to anybody, I'm talking to myself. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it, it's it's like hashtag know your worth. Because mm. that, that lets me know every day when I walk into that office on that football field, what I'm what am I it reminds me what I'm worth. Mm. You know, how how much this job is, how much what whatever it is, it, it reminds me of this is the standard. Mm. And I set the standard. Yeah. Not yeah. not anybody else, not any job, not any other person. I set the standard. Because the right. standard is me. You know, so that just kind of piggyback on what you just said, Regina. All right, Dr. Blevin, that's something right there. And especially in like in the pressures of being a, a New York giant coach, it's, it's kind of like you see it. You see the good, the bad and the ugly. 
you know, you got people that when you were doing other coaching, they probably wasn't paying you no mind as much. And now because you're with an NFL team, now you got people that's all like, yeah, Anthony, da, da, da. you know what I'm saying? But regardless if you're on that team or not, you're still Anthony. You're still mm-hmm. Evans. You know, the right. job doesn't define you. That's right. just your job. It's not who you are. Mm. And that's when you know the real people to the fake people. Because if you wasn't working with the Giants, you know, so you start seeing people fall off. Because they're like, oh, he can't, you know, he can't do nothing for me no more or whatever the case is. And that right there is crazy to me. Because you're supposed to love a person for who they are, not who they job, they job title is. But, but that, that's the society we live in. Like, like people see status, you know. They, they see what or they look at you of like, what can I get out of this person? Can I get some tickets? Can I get this? Whatever. No, like, like, I'm, no, not, 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 not here. You know, it's, yeah. it's for me is, it, you know, and I've had people tell me, you know, when I, when I was coaching at a H, HBCU, like, man, you know, like, you know, and I, I used to say, I used to speak, you know, I believe in the power of the tongue. I, I believe in speaking things into existence, speaking to things as though they were, you know, I was like, man, I'm a coach in the NFL. Like, I, I would say that. And like, I would have people say, man, you ain't coaching in the NFL, man. You, you at this HBCU, they don't know you. They don't care. It's like, I'm going to make them know me. I promise you I'm going to make them know me. And, and, you know, the same people now, they, they, they call me, you know, they still talk to me and I, and I still talk to them. But I don't 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 get it twisted. I still remember too, you know. <laughs> like, I'm human, like I'm human and I'm petty. I'm gonna let you know I'm petty. Like <laughs> so, so I, I still remember that. But you know what? But, but, it, but it also served as motivation to me as well, you know. Like it, it did. It showed me like I'm I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna find a way to show you. Like don't ever bet against me, you know. But that's that's my mindset. You you bet against me, like put your money up. You are gonna lose, like. It might not happen tomorrow. It might not happen the next day. It may not happen next next week. It might not happen next year. But at some point, whatever I say, I'm gonna. It's gonna turn to gold. I promise you. That's that's always just been my mentality and how how much I believe in myself. You know, and I don't say that to be arrogant or cocky or nothing like that. I just have a true self belief that I can accomplish anything I, I truly set my mind to. You know, you don't have to apologize. You don't What's have that? to apologize. What you just said, you don't have to explain yourself. And that's mm-hmm. one thing I had to learn too. You don't have to explain. You don't have to apologize and tell people, well, because I'm not, I'm not this, I'm not that. You, you are who you are. You telling people who you are. You don't right. apologize for that, right, 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 Mr. Jenkins. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Because if you do that, that gives a reason for people to think that you supposed to apologize. If you yes. apologize, you get, they feel like, well, obviously you think you all that. That's why you apologize. Right. No, I don't have to apologize. I right. am all that. And then some in a bag of Bonton potato chips, if y'all know what that is. Bonton. Barbecue potato chips. Man, I miss some Bonton potato chips. <laughs> All right, Carla, go ahead. Let's close it out. Um, let's get some comments and then I'll do my business for the evening. Okay. Um, okay. Yolanda Ritchie, you can change the world by changing your community. That's it, Mr. Blevins. Okay. Tori Johnson Ramsey, build upon your disappointments. Sometimes your purpose is bigger than your dreams. Dr. Tori Ramsey. That's mm-hmm. right. Alicia Satchel, quote of the night, be the next you, Regina Smithwick. Yes, that's my godmom. That's right. That's right. 
Uh, Keisha Gray, yes. If you don't know your worth, your own worth, you can't expect anyone else to. Absolutely. Uh, Yolanda Ritchie. Oh, my correction, Dr. Bev Blevins. <laughs> Keisha Gray, laughing. Tori Johnson Ramsey, no apology necessary. Amen. Keisha Gray, I I'm love telling you. <laughs> Some things are Keisha. Keisha. She's from our north, too. You know them bond times or something. They don't have them down here in the south. I haven't seen them things down here at all. I haven't. So, yeah. And then, last but not least, Miss Carla Stain. Great show. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Well, your background is brought to you by Carla Stain. She let me use her studio slash office over here. So, you know, thank you, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no money, so you ain't getting a cut. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and like I do every um, episode, I always um, give shout outs to entrepreneurship. I believe in it. And if I can help out some other people to be able to have their dreams, you know, um, out here and get them some business, I would do so. So I will go ahead and share that. Give me a second. And this is, um, Actually, uh, Lynette Taylor, she has a company. This is actually Mary Kay. She's a Mary Kay consultant, and her company is TV Stars and Beauty and Wealth. She is excellent if you want to get anything from Mary Kay to um, facials, um, makeovers, anything for weddings or parties or anything like that. She is the woman for you. Now, Mary Kay, as everybody knows, is all over the world. So you could order from her and she could definitely get the product to you. She is so, so nice. Um, she is there to help you with any of your beauty or um, beauty or skincare needs. Excellent. Thank you so much. See, I got back even quick. I'm getting it. Getting it. <laughs> so that is going to be most of the show. I will say I will just go around the horn. And oh, yeah, please. Okay, I forget this. See, that's what I'm saying. I see it. I forget it all the time. Like I said, I'm being truthful with y'all. I just love what I do. And I don't even talk about sharing my stuff all yes. the time. But I yes. got to do this. Okay. So thank you for joining. But please like and share. Um, I am on um, YouTube. I have two YouTube pages. I'm actually in the process of growing. So I'm going to reveal that the next time I um, begin on here. But right now, Smith Solutions, S-M-I-T-H-W-I-C-K Solutions at YouTube. Go to YouTube, pull it up. You'll see all our episodes from day one on. Um, I am on Let's Talk on Facebook as well as Instagram. And I am on um, my, well, I guess that would be it. Let's talk. So I'm, I'm trying to convert. Okay, I can't tell y'all. It's a surprise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so on Facebook, let's talk on Instagram and Smithwick Solutions on YouTube for you to look at all the episodes. Please share, subscribe on my YouTube page. Please, please, please. I'm trying to grow my page to get this word out to everybody. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So before we leave this evening, I will go around the horn and let everybody get their last words in. So I will start with our guest, Reggie. You first. Well, uh, those are some great answers we heard tonight. I had to get that in. I didn't get that in the whole thing. 
That was great answers all night long. I just want to say thank you again. I can't take time. Part of this. It's always a blessing um, for you to um, pick me up and uh, let me come in and be part of your discussion. I appreciate it. Um, again, keep letting up. Keep doing your thing, boo. I uh, love you to death. And uh, again, uh, you just got a whole bunch ahead of you, pretty much. Yeah, a whole bunch ahead of you. You got a great spirit and, um, and a great this show is doing absolutely great. So again, I wish you the luck and I'm always here for you and support you. You always know that. I get I up at know. one four or five in the morning for you. So, I know. What time is it now, Reggie? Uh, it's three o'clock over here now. Y'all, that's love. See, that's called unconditional love, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> when your brother can stay with you for three in the morning, he got to go to work in the morning, but he's going to do this for you. That is love. See, Anthony <laughs> said he going to give me all that love. So, <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I love you between the hours of. <laughs> all right, Anthony, go ahead. You want to get your last words in? Oh, well, Regina, thank you for thinking about me and asking me to, to be a part of the show. Uh, I really enjoyed myself. Uh, from from the pre-record to to tonight uh, has been been excellent. So I wish you much success, much love, and and happy anniversary, friend. Twenty years, you know, we've known each other for twenty years, long long time. Like I mean, it's really crazy. Like we met each other like like you know like a week before nine eleven, and uh, so. But I love you. I appreciate you to all to all the panelists, Carla, Joy. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been it's been wonderful getting to to know you. And to everybody out in out in the out in the audience, just thank you for tuning in and being a part of the show in the comments. Uh, you know, if 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 I can be of any assistance to anybody, please let me know. You you guys have my information, and and anybody in the audience, if you want to reach out, feel feel free. If I can be of any assistance to you in in whatsoever, all right. Take care. God bless you all, and love you all. Oh, thank you, Anthony. You know, I'm going to see you in a couple of weeks, so. Well, let, let, right. Give me a call. You got more information. <laughs> you know, I'm going to see you. Um, Sean? Um, just want to say thanks for the opportunity. Uh, this has been really uh, enjoyable, very insightful. Uh, from the pre-talk to the real deal, uh, I'm just humbled. Um, I'm just looking at all the selected spots. I mean, there's, Goodness, I mean, you could have picked anybody to to serve tonight on the Let's Talk, and you chose me, and I don't I don't take that lightly at all. And so, um, even though it was about helping, I was taking notes, and so um, I took a lot of nuggets from you guys um, because I think when you get to a place where you can't grow anymore, then I think that's a, a tough place. And so, this was not so much about pouring tonight, but it was also about allowing someone to pour into me as well. And so I just would like to uh, wish you well, um, uh, Miss uh, Regina, on this new you journey. Um, this is a new season. Um, yes, it is. It's a new season, but there's there are no science rules that said that a seed can't reproduce. And so keep going, keep keep striving. Um, I like to, and again, even though I'm just meeting you guys, um, I'm praying that that you will continue to press on towards the mark. Keep chasing your destiny. Love you guys. Uh, I will get you my contact information. If there's anyone that um, if, if I can be of any support or assistance to any of you moving forward, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. And I know I'm busy, but as I always say, I make time for what's important and people are important to me. And so I always make time. So thank you again. This is great. I mean, for y'all to offer y'all um, services like that, this is actually a certified, both of them, motivational speakers and certified life coach. And they offer y'all better take it up. <laughs> okay, that don't happen every day now. People don't offer their services every day. 
That's they're busy men. Um, <laughs> I have to I have to say this real quick to laugh. So I'm looking at the comment. Please read that last comment, Carla. <laughs> I want some tickets. I had to try. LOL. <laughs> Love the show. Adrian Hardy. <laughs> I was like, you started to Anthony. <laughs> Uh-oh. I just had to put that in there. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's it, it worth a shot. Close mouth, don't get fed. <laughs> That's right. You never know. <laughs> you, you said it. You are it. <laughs> hey, if, if that's the case, I want some tickets. No, just, <laughs> well, Anthony's going to be like, what is all these? these what is that? <laughs> I'm trying to play on the team. I want to I play. You want to play? How <laughs> many plays you got left? <laughs> he said, I want to play. I, like, I, can I can run a 5 4 40. Oh, uh, you can't play. <laughs> Yeah, we just we just preached on that. We preached on that you're never too old, right? <laughs> and he said he's not too old to try to get his play on the Giants. Hey, hey I, I will get him a trial for a flag football team, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> and is he going to bash me? <laughs> Joy, you want to say a couple of words for me um, in the show? Regina, this was amazing, an, an amazing event. And I'm like, LaShawn, I'm over here taking my notes because I have some takeaway, some great nuggets from each and every one mm. tonight. Um, this was so inspirational and thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. And I want you to continue on soaring because I'm telling you, you have not seen the best days yet. Keep going, mm. Regina. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sora, I love you. Carla? I just want to say I take something from every week. I'm so proud to be a part of this. And um, just every week that we do, it gets better and better. I must say, Gina, you're doing a <laughs> daggone thing. Okay, keep going. And I just got nuggets from this. I get nuggets every week. So I'm proud to be a part, like I said, because I just get so much motivation and, and uh, I get so much, you know, like uh, LaShawn said about pouring into, but also getting a lot back with each guest. And these guys were excellent. And I've, I'm just taking everything in. So, you know, this is great. And I'm yeah. happy and I can't wait till the next one. Cause like, I just look forward to it every week, every time. I know, I know. I'll be getting so excited. I know. Yes. I take notes too. Yeah, y'all see me lean it. over. I'm actually taking notes because I'm learning too. This is the best part. Is the process never ends. You learn from everybody, and I jot. I be writing when y'all be talking. I'll be like, hmm, that's the point. That's the point. So I don't know it all. I am not a know all. I still learn just like everybody else. Same. It's a thing. true perk. It's a true perk. It really is to be able and seeing that they offering free services. I see somebody else saying they want tickets too. So Anthony, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's not part of the service package. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, wow. all right. So, before I close out, our next um, show is going to be on the 30th of May. And the show is titled Greek Sisters in the Name of Love. Mm. So, what we're going to discuss, we're going to have the Divine Nine sororities up here. Everyone is going to be represented into it, four sororities. And we're going to really dig in deep on myths, on stereotypes, mm. on, you know, what we really stand for. We're going to shut down a lot of this stuff that people got going around here for the last 
probably 100 years uh, <laughs> of things about us that they don't understand. And I really want to shut down some stuff so they can understand what we really hear and our purpose to be in these organizations. So Greek Sisters in the Name of Love is going to be a great show. Um, I please tune in. Um, if you ever, if you don't know about Greek life, there's a great show for you to tune in so you can learn. And, and if you do know, represent your organizations, please, please, please rep. We will definitely be reading the comments, you know, rep them all. We love them all. So that will be our next show and that'll be on May 30th. And as always, like I always say, let's talk is now over. Once again, thank you so much for joining us this evening. I love you all and everybody. You have a great night.